Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch today, I'm really excited to have Ali. Ali is the CEO of Capitalize. Welcome to the couch, Ali. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. On Startup Couches, we bring amazing founders like Ali on the couch, where they talk about their products, talk about the journeys that led to these products being out in markets, and how the journey has been so far for them. Right. Um, so jumping right into it, what is Capitalize? And can you tell us how it works? Sure. So Capitalize uh, is a real estate management company uh, in broad terms. And we have two lines of businesses. One line is we operate uh, serviced and furnished businesses that mainly target corporate housing and people looking for, uh, for, for uh, furnished and ready housing with support services. That's a line. And the other line is we operate uh, co-working spaces and serviced offices. So these are the two spaces we operate in. I see. That's really nice. So, um, so um, this is a fully um, online business that people go online, businesses go online to kind of register, get accommodation for like their staff members. Um, people go online to kind of find co-working spaces um, and, you know, just spaces for like corporates. That's actually really, really amazing. Um, so for companies, especially for corporates, you immediately take care of like residential needs for them. You also take care of like co-working spaces for them, especially now during the pandemic where um, a lot of businesses, uh, a lot of staff of companies are working from home or working not just trying to come into the office and stuff like that right yes yes but uh, the our our target uh, corporates for or target companies or businesses for the residential are are different from the offices because with with the residential actually when we started with the residential uh, we were mainly focused on uh, big corporates multinationals operating in egypt when their expats come uh, the product they find in the market are conventional rentals where they go rent a property from an individual. Once they take the property, they always have challenges in terms of uh, the quality of the property, the quality of, uh, of, of support services. Uh, if they need any maintenance, they need, uh, for example, if it's a villa, they need the gardening, pool cleaning. They have issues, they then struggle. So our our target for for the housing initially was was these large corporates to to solve this problem for for the expats coming, and then yeah. step by step uh, with the residential because when we started the residential we started it in, in a very volatile time, uh, Egypt wasn't very stable politically back then, so the expats it, it, the market was very volatile. At some months it was very active, some months it was very quiet, so this led us to. To expand to the local market as well, to serve yeah. Egyptians looking for temporary housing, whether they're they're living abroad and they're coming to Egypt, they're they're still preparing their houses in terms of fittings and furniture. Uh, people who uh, who simply don't want to buy, they want something uh, uh, a complete solution that that's ready. They just move in with their luggage. So that's that's on the residential side. On the offices, the, the businesses we target, they're, uh, they're small and medium businesses mainly and startups. So they're different from the, the, the established multinationals and corporates we target in the residential side. Mm. Mm. 
That makes sense. I was about to ask, you know, what's your what's your main customer segment? So within those spaces, um, who who pays you the most today, right? Um, who who which 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 vertical would you say is the business's strongest suit today? Well, uh, as of today, our uh, the residential side is our biggest revenue generator because it's older. Uh, we started with the residential in 2013. And then we entered the co-working spaces. Uh, we, we started in around 2016. So the residential is three years ahead. But okay. uh, the offices are picking up uh, aggressively, especially after uh, the COVID situation has started easing. So uh, by next year, I, expected, I expect them to be uh, equal. And the year after, I expect the, the offices to be a bigger revenue generator. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I'm really curious here. How did you start this company? What was the founding story of Capitalize? Okay. So uh, actually, uh, I, I graduated from the American University in 2011. I studied finance. Okay. Uh, after I graduated, I, le- I left uh, Egypt and uh, joined HSBC. Uh, spent some time in HSBC Dubai and some time in HSBC London. I okay. was uh, working as a trader. And then... Uh, my, my plan was to, to, to leave Egypt for two years, get some experience abroad, experience working in, in a big established uh, uh, banking player, and then come back to Egypt to, to set up a business. I, still, I didn't know what business I was going to set up, but this, is what, this was my plan. So after I went to Dubai, as I approached the two years, I started thinking of the opportunities in the market. And what I saw is... Uh, yeah, the, the idea or uh, that led me to this direction was that Egyptians by nature love to invest in real estate. They love to buy real estate. <clears throat> Whenever they have savings, they put them in real estate. And whether they're Egyptians living in Egypt or Egyptians living abroad, a part, a big part of their uh, of their net worth is in real estate or, or properties. But what happens is they buy these properties and these properties sit idle without generating any income because for them to generate income, they have to, the, the, the owners have to dedicate time and effort and so it requires experience. So yeah. my idea was to establish a real estate management company or an operator that takes these properties with management contracts and operates them on behalf of their owners uh, and uh, to, to get them a passive income. Oh, okay. So this was the idea. This was the, the starting point. So the starting point is you have a huge market. You have many, 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 many idle properties just sitting around. So the idea was how, how do we operate these properties? So the first idea that came was, okay, let's start in the residential side. Take these residences, uh, develop them, get them up to uh, the specification we require, furnish them. And then we start operating them for uh, for their owners. And then eventually, as we started operating in the business, we, we entered into the office side. We, we it, Co-working, the idea of co-working and shared office spaces was very young in Egypt then. But the idea was, okay, why not apply the same concept we apply in residential, but on the commercial side, and uh, use these properties in, uh, in co-working spaces and, and serviced offices. So this is... This is uh, how it came into being. Okay, now that, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. I I like how um you kind of did research and you know tapped into something that a lot of people in Egypt do, which is actually buying into real estate. So that's actually amazing. 
right um so this business is a really capital intensive business as I, i can already tell so i i like to know like how have you been financing the whole journey the whole process have you been raising money going through the vc route have you been bootstrapping it how have you been financing this so far well uh, so far it's it's all been privately funded uh, it's not very as capital as intensive as you, as you would think because it depends uh, on the contract uh, on the nature of the agreement with, with the property owners okay uh, most most of our agreements are structured in a way where the property owner finances the the renovations and oh, no. property development okay. so at the end of the day our uh, our main cost is is the salaries and uh, and the opera the, the the opex the running cost uh, yeah. so we we don't put capital in properties uh, unless these properties are ours we we have in in the portfolio there are a couple of properties that are owned by us so these properties we uh, we finance the the fitting and furniture and everything in them but the rest of the portfolio the majority it's financed by the owners and this way uh, it it makes scaling much much easier because yeah, if the finance was 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 uh, was was covered by us then you would you have a big bottleneck in in, in expanding Yeah yeah this is this is perfect this explains a lot this explains a lot so um what is the next big milestone you're looking forward to at capitalize today say by the end of the year what are you looking to achieve okay so uh for this year 2021 strategically we're we're more focused on the the offices side uh it took a, a big hit last year of course because of covid uh at the peak of covid because all these people working in the co-working spaces and serviced offices they're on flexible terms so once you have a lockdown automatically our occupancy went down from 93% to about 46% just in wow. a matter of of months so but it's it's gradually picked up and uh, it's back to where it was and actually it's 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 better than it was actually because now people are looking for flexibility uh people are a lot of companies now are looking at a hybrid model where they have people some people working from home and some people working uh, at an office space so they want this flexibility where they can expand and reduce their capacity uh, on demand so uh, this has led us to focus this year on the office side and initially uh our offices were all located in one space we were expanding within the same location We started actually with uh, 200 square meters and started expanding gradually until we reached 1,500 square meters in the same location. But wow. then this year was to start opening new locations, and we f- we opened our first location uh, last month in uh, in Heliopolis, and we plan to open at least two other locations uh, in the coming year. So our next milestone is is. to 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 uh, increase our network in terms of offices so that we can start uh, offering better value to our users where they can uh, use our offices at any location they can take advantage of our meeting rooms our lounges to 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 provide a better value proposition for our tenants so that's that's the focus now and uh, for for the coming year yeah. okay okay that makes sense that makes sense Um I like the whole expansion plan. I also like the the bet on the the future of work which is um according to capitalize is going to be more people are going to have 
um, multiple ways of trying to get back to work. Um, a lot of it is going to be in co-working spaces that are like well spaced and people are not like work is not going to be the same as it was before the pandemic. So I like they're doubling down on that bet because I actually think that that's the way things are going to go. Um, my next question for you is um, what would you say are your two major challenges today that you face, you know, running capitalized on a day to day basis? Okay, so our um, my biggest challenge uh, this year or ever since like the COVID situation started is collections. We collect a lot of rent uh, every day from our tenants, both on the residential and offices side. So with with everything happen uh, happening and and the hits, businesses uh, had to take. It's much much difficult for us to collect the rent and collect 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 cash. So collection has become a challenge. Before COVID, things were much easier. You would have small delays maybe, but then eventually you'd get your money. But now it's, it's very common that you have people asking for, uh, for, uh, for breaks, for, uh, for uh, grace periods in, in payment. Uh, and collecting money is, is more difficult now, especially that a lot of businesses are struggling. They got hit by COVID, slowly recovering. So there is, there is a cash squeeze in general in the economy and we're feeling it in our business whether on residential or or office space because at the end of the day once you have a liquidity squeeze in the whole economy it, it cripples down to, to so uh, that's the biggest challenge that our oh, actually that's the first challenge the second challenge with with expansion uh, is uh, maintaining the quality of service because at the end of the day we're a service business our capital is uh, is, is the people we have and it's the quality of service we're offering. So uh, with scale, it's it's difficult to uh, to maintain, or it's a challenge to maintain the, the the service level or service quality that you've been providing. And this is something we're very focused on: uh, our reputation, our track record, what people uh, say about us, and our business. A lot of our business is based on uh, on reputation, referrals, and word of mouth. So the challenge with expansion is maintaining this quality because uh, naturally, as no, the more properties you have, and the, the, the bigger the team grows, uh, things start getting uh, a bit or less out of control than, than, than before. So, uh, so that's the second challenge. So far, uh, we're doing good in it. We, we haven't faced any, any big problems, but I always have my eyes on this issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think what resonated more with me is the actual quality maintenance across as you scale massively. I think that's really, really important because that would make sure that your brand is being kept, your brand purpose is being kept, and the service anyone gets from anywhere is the same, so that it becomes something seamless. Um, and and I, I, I really think you're doing a great job, you know, trying to make sure that this... Um, is the gold standard and it never changes. That's really, really amazing. Um, before I let you go, I would like to know what your biggest lesson so far as a founder in Egypt has been. Something you would like to, a lesson you would like to pass on to another founder today in Egypt. Okay, so after years of doing this and years of, of having plans and executing on these plans, the biggest lesson for me is uh, that reality is very different than than the plans you set and uh, the business plans you set and, and the studies you conduct 
once you these studies are completed and you hit the market and you start executing you you, you come up with a lot of surprises you face you face a lot of challenges that that, that you didn't foresee so uh, my advice is to always listen to the market and be versatile and quick to uh, to adapt that's very important uh, especially when you're trying new things and things uh, in markets that are still not mature and not developed, so you, you're, you're a leader in, in the space. Uh, my advice is you do your studies, you do your plans, and then you gradually or slowly start testing the market. And you have to be very versatile and very flexible to adapt. And you have to listen to the market and let the market lead you. Yeah. Um, I think the lesson that jumped out for me is actually just listening to the markets um and just letting the market lead you a lot of things a lot of um also another thing that resonated with me is the fact that plans and projections are different from reality and this is something that the founders should you know take you know in in consideration as they start their journeys right um because everybody starts out with like really big plans lofty plans but like reality on ground is sometimes different from all these projections and this is something that you need to live with you need to have at the back of your mind as you you know start your journey and continue your journey um on this note i would like to say thank you so so much ali for coming on the couch today this has been an interesting conversation what do you think my pleasure my pleasure i i enjoyed being here and it's always good to to connect and and, and share uh, experiences so thank you for having me thank you very much yeah, and for everyone else listening, um, you already know that every week we bring you amazing people like Ali. So subscribe, share this episode with your friends, and until next time, see ya. <laughs>